This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back. At the end of this show, I am going to attempt a bit of a speech because Jim Gardner did such a great one, I thought I should take a stab at it. I mean, this is a, a fool's errand because he did so great. I'm going to sound stupid. Right, did you write it in attempt to one-up him? Not, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be able to do that. <laughs> no. There's one thing you know about me. I'm, I'm, I'm a master of eloquence. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> but I will. And I, I, I finally decided yesterday I wasn't going to name. I tried to really name all the people that mm-hmm. were instrumental, and I, I, and I realized I just uh, one of our favorite people, engineer Ben Hill, who retired a couple of months ago, came back just a few minutes ago, and I wasn't even mentioning him. Ben Hill was a big part of what we did. Whenever something went wrong, I yelled at him. Yeah, you so trusted him. Where the hell is Ben Hill? What is he doing? Why is this mic not working right? Ben's great. Love Ben. I do have some regrets about my style. Yeah? I'll get to that. You're not going to be able to change it at this juncture. <laughs> well, I got, I got less <laughs> three than hours. three. I got three hours, man. On the line, one of my f- absolute favorite guests all these years the guy who truly brings football knowledge to a show otherwise pretty much devoid of it is Mike Lombardi, former NFL executive, author of Gridiron Genius, part of the GM Shuffle podcast, and his final appearance here. Hi, Mike. How are you today? I'm good. Good to hear your voice, Angelo. I thought you were riding off, but I'm happy to see you're back for one last show. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing, Mike. All right, let's start with this because I always rely on you. I have gone nuts all week on what that Eagles defense failed to do in the second half. Is it okay for us to rip the defense for what happened? Well, I mean, look, they scored 30 points in 24 minutes. I mean, I don't know what 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 you want to do. I mean, I don't know. You want to say it was good or you want to be happy about it? I mean, like, that game was one of those games where, you you know, they played it exactly how you have to play it. They limited the amount of time Mahomes had the football. You know, they, they controlled the pace of the game, with, and they scored when they got into the red zone, although one time they, you know, a couple times they didn't do that, but you're not going to do it all the time. And, you know, they walk away without without the win. I, I think you have to be really critical of the defense. I think what, what you, you see more than anything is the fact that 
they never made it hard for Mahomes the entire day. Think about this, Angelo. The entire game, they had one pass defended. One pass defended the entire game. Oh, that's an amazing stat I had not seen. Won the whole game, Mike. The entire game, they got their hands on one football from the defense. One. And so they never made it. Like, I keep saying this. The most valuable player in the game was Hurts. Mahomes won the award, but the best player on the field was Hurts. Hurts, Mahomes had no throws in that entire game that were difficult for any good quarterback. They really weren't. He made great decisions, but he had no hard throws. And if you're not going to make it a hard game for the quarterback, you can't walk out of that stadium saying, okay, we gave it our best shot. They never really did. And, you know, look, the field was slippery for both teams. It made it, You're still running games in the third quarter in terms of your defensive front when you know they can't stay on their feet. you got to go forward. You can't go sideways. Wow. All right, so when you say this, you are pointing the finger at the defensive coordinator. I've been screaming at it. I don't know. I thought he was watching Rihanna at halftime. I have no <laughs> idea what happened. Oh, I don't hey, know. All right, so, Mike, here's the thing. Then he goes, how mind-boggling is this? Same city the next day, and he gets the head coaching job for Arizona. How did that uh, happen? Uh, you have to, I can't explain it. It's called the National Football League, where Bill Walsh once told me it's not the best and the brightest. And that's true. I mean, you know, the reality of it is, is I can't explain it. You know, he must interview really well, obviously. But guys like Lou Amaromo, who's played uh, Patrick Mahomes four times and held him under 30 points and played him really well, and he's a, a penalty and a punt return away from going to the Super Bowl, he doesn't, he doesn't get the job. You know, Don Martindale up at, New, up at the Giants, every offensive coach that gets interviewed for a job says the hardest guy to play against is Martindale. He doesn't even get an interview. I, it's, I don't understand it. I, I don't explain it. Look, I wish him nothing but the best, but based on the performance, how many times on this show have I said in the six games last year against six really good quarterbacks, the ball touched the ground 36 times? Yeah, you, you have cited all these numbers, which were mind-boggling about how they didn't stop the pass. They, they never do. See, what happens is when you're a zone, when you're a zone team that then tries to play man, you're not very good. When you're a man team that can play a little zone, you're better. But you you don't get your hand, if you don't get your hands on the football, and and he's basically he should buy every defensive lineman in the Eagle organization a Rolex because that's what got him the job in Arizona. It's mind-boggling. Did Steichen was he a different case, Mike? Did he deserve a shot uh, as a head coach? Well, look, I think somebody developed Hurts. You know, we've been on this show a long time talking about Hurts' inability to anticipate throws, and they've designed an offense where they took away that anticipating throw. He hits half-field reads, and they put this six-back offense in. Somebody did it. And so, obviously, Steichen had a huge role. Nick Sirianni had a huge role. Look, that offensive line has a huge role, too, because it's a lot easier to call plays when you can protect. All right, I want to. I, I just want to play this short version of this. Nick Sirianni, this is how he explained what you're describing right now from the defense, uh, Mike. Listen to this. You can't stop every play every time. You just can't. Mike, how do you say that? It was the friggin' Super Bowl, and you were about to win a championship. Well, you gotta you gotta heat up a quarter, but you gotta take some chances on defense, and you gotta pressure them. You gotta have to force them to be uncomfortable, which they never did. And look, they started playing plays. The goal line play that we're all talking about, Peter King wrote about it, all that stuff. Yes. They were playing the play. They they were playing he was going to run the cross, 
and th- instead they ran a, re- a decoy off the play. And so they were scripted to play the play, not play concepts, not play their defense. And that affected their team. But in, if you're not going to pressure Mahomes, if you're not going to make him uncomfortable, and you allow him to basically throw the ball into easy windows, tell me a hard throw he made the entire day. No, they were all open. Throw. But they were, they were open. wide open. Mike, you had said in all the other quarterbacks, the good ones that they played, they were always wide open, right? Always wide open. 36, the only, and look, they got their hands on one football the entire day. The defense touched the ball one time the entire day. That's embarrassing. Oh, absolutely insane. All right, I'd be remiss. It's not the main focus of what we've been talking about, Mike, but the the, the holding call on Bradbury. Do you make that call when you have not thrown the flag on a hold the entire day? You know, I mean, look, it was a hold. There's no doubt. Bradbury, I thought, was accountable. He was a man and stood up for it. I actually think if he doesn't hold them, the best thing that could happen for Philly is letting the guy score. Now, he was not running the wheel route. He was not throwing the ball to the end zone. They were just trying to get a first down. It's interesting. When you watch Andy Reid, when he has a lead and he's trying to, or he's trying to milk the end of the game, he manages the game really well. But at the end of the half, he gave the Eagles the game. He put yep. the, the game on the plate for the Eagles to give them the 24-14 lead. He put it right there on their plate. You know, he doesn't get the third down, misses the field goal, and then he messes up the middle eight. But when at the end of the game, he calls it really well. If Bradbury doesn't hold and they throw the ball and, and Smith-Schuster gets it in the end zone, the Eagles are going to tie it up. I think the reason Andy didn't go for two to make it a nine-point game was because he didn't want to. He wanted to have the game at least tied and have the ball last. He didn't want to be down a point. Well, you know what? He played that right. Mike Lombardi, all I have left to say is, I can't thank you enough for all the great contributions you made to our show. We have learned so much football from you, Mike, and I well, thank you. I, I should, thank you shouldn't you. be thanking me. I thank you, Angelo, for a remarkable career in Philadelphia, and you set the standard. I mean, for all the talk, you are one of the best interviewers. I saw when you interviewed Tim uh, from the, uh, the, the, the podcast on, on the gambling, Tim Donahoe. Tim Donahoe, yeah. At one of the best interviews I've ever heard. It was detailed. It was amazing. And that's what you've done every morning. God bless you, Angela. Mike, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mike Lombardi, ladies and gentlemen, what a football mind. Right now, Johnson, all the people, yeah, all the morons who email me, all the, the Elliot Jar Proct, Marcus Hayes, do they feel stupid right now? No. Because right now what just happened is a longtime executive, a man who wrote a book, Gridiron Genius, just said, that it looked to him like Jonathan Gannon watched Rihanna at the hat. I can't tell you how satisfying oh, that conversation it's was. Beautiful. One pass. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, Eagle Shirley. Hi, Shirl. Hey, good morning, family and friends, everybody. Angelo, Rhea, oh, John, uh, Joe, Ava. I know Al's not there yet. And Jonesy, I would be remiss without, you know, you guys and saying how much, you know what, Angela, I, I just thought about like the first time I ever met you, remember the Eagles uh, had those commercials out called You Can't Script This. Yeah. And the Philadelphia Eagles reached out to me and said that, you know, you wanted to meet me because you thought I was an actress because there's no way no fan could be that excited and, you know, this, that, and the other. And I thought it was hilarious. I'm like, I'm just a fan. What do you want to meet me for? Like, 
So, you know, I always listen to the station because my brother Sherman, will, you know, he used to listen to 610, you know, way back in the day. But um, coming into the studio and, and meeting you and and you just literally thought I was an actress. But that day when we met in the studio, you just was amazed, like, wow, yeah, you are a regular person. I'm like, yeah, I'm just so passionate about the Philadelphia Eagles and just not knowing that meeting you, meeting everybody in the studio, that WIP was going to, like, take me underneath their wings and just let me, you know, be Eagle Shirley. And then you allowed me to, you know, you know, who I who I am, you know, uh, a Christian and love the Lord. And then, you know, I remember one time being at the studio and this guy called in after the Phillies lost, I think, in 2011. And you looked right. He said he wasn't going to go to his doctor's appointment. I think his, he had to get his leg, something done. It was a real serious you know, surgery, and he wasn't going to go. He was so hurt and distraught. And you looked right at me, and you said, surely pray for that man. Yeah. I've never been so afraid in my life, but it was a short, quick, simple prayer. But the simple fact, the way you looked at me, and you had trust in me that, you know, these people that call up at the games when the Eagles lose or the Phillies or the Flyers or the Sixers or something, you know, in the, in the city of Philadelphia, and, you know, they, they come to you and they call you. And, and that right there, I, I saw – I saw nothing but love where people didn't get a chance to see. I saw that day how much you care for the fans, you know, after a loss and how you the voice of the fans after a loss and how you allow us to call up to the station or, or come there and, and just, you know, emote out our feelings, you know, because we love our sports team so much. Angelo, you are so going to be missed. know and just every now and then just check on you and still send you this the sunday morning you know services but i love you so much big guy and uh, i, I want to say this so one thing i want people to understand that our relationship is not ed because we have a date i will be dating shirley and her son <laughs> at my house yeah. for the first game of the next eagle season oh that's yes. cool we're gonna do awesome. it it might even be the thursday night game against oh, against andy reed and Cheryl. I am going to experience it as a true fan <laughs> with one of the greatest fans of all time. You're going to be right there. I'm going to have to get a spread. Hopefully, maybe you could get one for me because you'll still be in radio. I don't want to have to pay for it. I'm, I'm on a I'm fixed I'm sure Pete income. will take care of you. I'm on a fixed income. You're going to have to give Shirley some space. She likes oh, yeah, to move around. And uh, it'll be Shirley and Bentley. Let's see who who lasts the long. Shirley, you know I love you. I, I love you know, you too. Here's what people said to me, Shirley. They've said this a lot the last few days. They always, after a game, they wanted to know what I had to say. I wanted to know what you had to say because I knew that whatever your reaction was, that was the emotion of the city. And you were the barometer, and, and I love you. And I thought you were one of the greatest sports fans I've ever met in my life, and I wish you nothing but the best. I appreciate you. Can I say one thing about what Gannon said? Yes. Gannon said something, and it, and it made me think about Howie Roseman and how much I love that man even more. He said how we came up to him and say, hey, you know you're going to stay here and, and, and take that interview. In my mind, when somebody don't want you to be around them, you want to support them being somewhere else. So in my mind, I'm saying to myself, Howie and them say, don't get on this plane. Don't come back with us. You, you just got lost. Help us. You lost this game for us. So keep your butt here. 
we don't want you back in Philadelphia. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I know how he wouldn't say nothing like that. Yeah. But when he said that out his mouth, that wasn't to support him to say, go ahead, dude. Go ahead on. I got you. You know, you good. You good. No, don't get back on this plane. Because at the end of the day, what we saw from you, you just laid the biggest turd there is in Super Bowl. And then would you just play, Angelo? Yeah. I'm, I'm see. I was not trying to go there. All right, Cheryl. Don't, the, I, I know what you're thinking. I'm thinking the same thing. Cheryl, we'll talk. I love you. Take love care. You God bless. Wait a minute. I got to give you one, baby. Give me, give me my last one. Give me one. I love you. Love you too, Cheryl. Wow. That was emotional. 215-592-9494. We come back. This was emotional too. This may be, for the more recent listeners, the benchmark. Gabe Kapler and I have it out. And I just re-listened to it. And he's even a bigger smack bass than I portrayed. (laughs) This guy, the way he tried to weasel out of one of his players not running is shameful. He should feel shame today. He rejected the opportunity to give me a little goodbye message. I don't want it, Gabe. I'm just thrilled you're not here anymore, you jackass. WIP Sports Time 768. For more than 30 years, NovaCare Rehabilitation has been the Delaware Valley's trusted hometown physical therapy provider. NovaCare is proud to be part of the healing journey of so many patients and athletes. So this year, whether you've set 2023 goals for yourself or just making your health and well-being a priority, NovaCare is here for you every step of the way on your road to recovery. NovaCare is your trusted PT partner for recovering from aches and pains, gaining strength, and preventing injury. And with more than 150 convenient locations in the greater Philadelphia and South Jersey area, there's no better time to make NovaCare's movement experts part of your healthcare team. On behalf of everyone at NovaCare, thank you for choosing them to get back to work, sports, and life. To learn more about the benefits of physical therapy and get on the road to recovery and wellness, schedule an appointment today at NovaCare.com. The Philadelphia Eagles trust NovaCare. So can you. NovaCare, the power of physical therapy. Brought to you by Lexus of Cherry Hill and Mount Laurel, where the finest automobiles reside. Nick Sirianni says whoever's their new defensive coordinator, Sirianni will allow, who's ever their new offensive coordinator, Sirianni will allow them to call the plays, much like he did with Shane Steichen. Plans to retain special teams coach Michael Clay, while CBS Sports' Jacina Anderson says the Eagles want to interview Vance Joseph, who is still under contract with the Cardinals. Speaking of the Cardinals, they introduced Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach, Good news for Arizona. Gannon is unsure if he'll continue to call the defensive plays. Not sure on that yet. Uh, it's that's going to depending. That's going to depend a little bit on the makeup of the staff. Um, you know, I got a really good blueprint in Philly of how that went with the head coach and how he adapted to make our team better. Um, so I'll I'll figure that out as we come. Gannon claimed he didn't know he was going to remain in Arizona to interview until after his defense got totally obliterated in the Super Bowl. He didn't actually say those last couple of words. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by the Warriors for Dennis. Cloudy rain ending this afternoon. Temps dropping during the day to 45. It is currently 57. Issues with sleep apnea? The region's number one source for dental solutions in treating snoring and sleep apnea. Dr. Pastor online 
D-R-P-A-S-T-E-R.com. To stream 94WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94WIP. All right, welcome back on our on my final show. Rhea's still going to be around. Johnson's not going anywhere. He has taken over the overnight shift that Big Daddy Graham did. And boy, what a great replacement. It's almost impossible to replace Big Daddy, and you are doing a phenomenal job with it, Johnson. I can't replace Loving you. You can only continue on. However, in a sad note, I will never listen to you again because I'll then be sleeping. But <laughs> How often do you go to the bathroom? That is true. <laughs> I can get a spot for you. You know what? You, you call in, right? You know, we'll know the exact time. You're on four hours? Uh, it's, it's probably two P's if I time it right. right. You don't have to say uh, it like I, that. Anyway, I'm trying to. What right, anyway, Ava Graham, yes. give me your question of the day. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their 23rd anniversary. Huge savings on every Armin Chevrolet Equinox. Find your roads, ArminChevy.com. Are you satisfied? What is going What is so funny? Are you satisfied with the way the Eagles handled the Jonathan Gannon criticism? 56% say no. 44% yeah, said you can't stop every play? Yeah. They thought that was okay? Yeah. One pass defended. Um, Rhea, one, that was such a great stat. Well, well, who are these 44%? And why are they not in mental institutions? Because they're just listening saying. to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, that indicates they're on a track to head out there anyway. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that I will take great pride for is that I did represent the fan base against stupid sports figures who thought they could snooker you by snookering the media. There was no one in the 33 years I was here that was more dishonest to the fans than Gabe Kaplan, the former Phillies man. Disingenuous, scripted, mostly in everything he All said. All the way through. Yep. And we got into the most ridiculous argument in the history of WIP. Gabe Kaplan came on after Andrew McCutcheon had blown out his ACL because Gene Segura did not run to first, and they let the ball drop, and then they got uh, McCutcheon in a rundown, and he blew his knee out. This was the most simple situation you could find. Correct. Gabe was scheduled to come on. It's my job to get the manager's thoughts about one player causing a season-ending injury to another. And instead of answering the question straight, he tried to complicate the matter, and I called him on it. If he ran, Kinsler wouldn't have dropped the ball. Hold on, hold on. 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 You want to go back to every other pitch? What if there was a strike called earlier in the game that should have been a ball? That changed the outcome of that at bat. Gabe, you're trying to complicate a very simple issue. He would not have been in a rundown if he didn't run. That's why Kinsler let the ball drop. If he did run, Kinsler would have caught the ball and McCutcheon wouldn't have been in a rundown. True. If there was if there was a, a ball called earlier in the game. And no, about, you're just trying to complicate a simple issue, Gabe. It's not, okay, let's, let's go back. He to got caught in a rundown and blew his let's, knee out. Let's let's go back. Let's go back to your issue. Let's go back to your issue. Let's say I decide to take him out of the game in that situation. Yeah, something like that. Okay. It doesn't make it doesn't make Gene Segura better. It doesn't make the Phillies better. And I'm not going to do it just because you are upset. All right, uh, here's the irony of it. Uh, 
not long after that, Segura apologized for doing it and became a much better ball player for the incident. And actually became right. one of the most right. well-liked Phillies, oh, yeah. and people were disappointed yes. when he didn't come back. I mean, right. he really did. This conversation ended with us expressing our dislike for each other. I am very frustrated with you, okay. and I might have handled the show different. Otherwise, okay. um, I'd have to go back and look at everything in isolation. But right now, pretty okay. perturbed. I think you didn't handle the show in, in a fair and reasonable way, okay. and that's probably the thing I'm most disappointed in, is okay. the way you handled the show. Well, I'm, I'm disappointed in some of the answers, so I guess we're equal on that. The, the best part and, about that, Ange, yeah. we were at the Borgata when that happened. Yeah. And when you guys started in on each other, Al and I, you know how Al always likes to put his head in his hands? <laughs> People were walking by and going, what is going on? It was, it was wild. <laughs> I regret not Warden Ward. Good. And and I if I had one thing I did differently, I would have done that more when people were saying, Nick Sirianni said stuff yesterday. It was exactly the same approach. Let me see if I can complicate it to a point where you won't blame the guy who is to blame. No, and here, that is Gannon. Here's what I will he say. He gave you yeah. a lot of gobbledygook. He's a much more honest he's man. He's a much more he's honest a, guy. He's, he's a not far scripted. better coach. Yes. In the moment yes. yesterday, he used a similar technique and it's bogus, all right? It doesn't – that is not the issue. Worried about who is where to do it. You failed. You defended one pass in 60 minutes. That's a new stat we got now, Rhea, courtesy of Mike Lombardi. Oh, I will, that one will Holy stick. Holy mackerel. Wow. Let's go back to the phones. Tracy's up from Atlanta. Hi, Trace. Hi. How are you today, Tracy? <sighs> oh, this is bittersweet. I mean, I'm, I'm happy I called super early so I could get through, but I want to miss you. I don't know what I'm gonna do. You're yeah. my, you know, you're, you're, you're like. Atlanta. I'm sure you saw him a lot when he was playing at Alabama, and you told us from day one he was going to be great, and you were right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad. I'm so happy. I'm very proud of him. I'm, I'm glad I was, I was right. And I'm glad all these haters, they can't say anything else now. Now they need to just shut up and go away. And I was also right on Devontae Smith, but I saw him every, every weekend. Yep. And I just was like, that's that Heisman dude right there. That's why he won it. Absolutely. <laughs> you know football, Tracy. You really do. And you set us uh-huh. in the right direction on some very important Eagle players. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm not going to do a long-winded thing. I'm long-winded enough in my emails. <laughs> I'm going to let you know I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss this whole morning team, the way it's constructed. I'm going to miss Al. I'm going to miss hearing Ava every day. I'm, I'm going to miss uh, Keith. I'm going to miss, you know, I'm sure I'm forgetting some people. I'm going to miss that whole structure. Um, but I'm so glad Rhea's staying. So. Oh, Lisa, thank so you, she, Trace. They better let you talk a lot because I still need my therapy, and I can't afford it. Right. I'm with you. I want to hear more Rhea use. No. Especially that she will be attacking people other than me. Tracy, I love you. Thank you for being such a presence on our show and uh, the trips you took up from Atlanta where you won prizes and stuff. You've been amazing. And thank you for all your help over the years. Thank you. I got some Gannon stuff real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm going to make your day. Yeah. He sucks. And the fans were right about him. We knew from the start this dude – He's going to come in and get a job with the Eagles saying he had no scheme. And then he gets a head coach's job taking in on, on paper his horrible scheme. So nice. it's not, I guess, what you know. I guess it's, it's, it's who you know. And we knew about him. We knew about Ben Simmons. We knew about Girardi. We knew about Kapler. We know about Glenn Rivers. He's going to be next. 
I don't know why we're keeping a special teams coach. Oh, and just for this, uh, when you said we were getting uh, the, the Arizona Cardinals, because I, I haven't listened to any sports thing all week except the morning show because I just couldn't stomach it, and I'm a sports junkie, so I just avoided all of it. Um, Arizona, my first thought was, doesn't their defense suck? So I checked real quick. Uh, they allowed the highest completion rate, 59.8% to opponents, surrendered the second most passing touchdowns, and the Cardinals weren't any better at stopping the run, allowing the 10th highest yards per carry. So I guess they got Gannon's clone. I don't know what's going on there. Tracy, you know your stuff, gal. Be a, don't be a stranger on WIP. I your will. voice will be heard. Uh, love you, Trace. Thank you, sweetie. I love you. I love you all. Tracy from Atlanta. All right, just uh, If you're just tuning in, uh, the epic moment that happened yesterday happened at the Jonathan Gannon News Conference in Arizona, ironically, mm. uh, in which while this city is still drying its tears from maybe the worst, worst loss ever, Jonathan Gannon has totally gotten over it. In fact, it was a fun 48 hours, I'll say that, because uh, I enjoyed myself. I really enjoyed that he has gotten over it and enjoyed himself after he defended one pass in 60 minutes. See how I'm working it in now? That is going to become my JoJo Adventures. It is. One. One pass <laughs> in a whole game. Every other receiver was so wide open, there was no one there to defend the pass. One of the Baldinger clips, you know, that he loves yep. his baldy breakdowns, the the pass to um, one of the sideline passes, Juju uh, Schuster-Smith. Right. In that play, Travis Kelsey, kind of good, right? Yeah. Maybe completely wide open in the middle of the field. Uh, I mean, uh, no one even near him. When you play that soft zone between yeah. the 20s and don't adjust, and one other it's thing, pretty Johnson, difficult. Huh? When people call up or these experts we got our call up and say, the players make the play. The yeah. players are like, well, then why am I paying a coordinator? You have- when do you evaluate the coordinator if you're saying the players make the play? This is what- it's another gobbledygook comment. This is what drives me nuts. The coordinator has to put the players yes. in the position to make the play. And if they don't, it's on him. Yes. Thank you. Be here till 10 and then never again. <laughs> on the line. i got to change that now. Dr. Joe Fish is on the line. Hi, Doc. Good morning, Angela. How are you? Well, Doc, I got this email from an, a different psychologist who suggested that I might have some hard times ahead. Do you hear that? Do you think that's going to happen? You mean in retirement? Yeah. he they, they, this, uh, It was a woman, and she said, I think you're about to crash and burn. No, oh, I, I don't believe that. she's a therapist I won. Wow. <laughs> and then she said, I can help you through this. Yeah, and there's I went, a shock. Was there I a mean, suicide hotline? I didn't, I didn't think Crash and Bird until she mentioned it. What do you think, Doc? Am I in no, trouble Angela, here? You, you, you've been preparing for this in your mind for a while. Yeah. Uh, you're going to face your fears. You're, you're going to talk to other people who've gone through this before. Um, you're going to be patient, which isn't your most uh, natural trait. And most importantly... In Philly, we trust the process. Hang in there. You're going to be fine. All right, Doc, listen. This city is in pain right now over what happened in that Super Bowl. What advice do you give them? Well, the advice that us Philly fans always have. We talk about it. We're in it together. We get it off our chest, knowing that we're going to be resilient. We're going to be ready for the next season, and we're going to bring that bring-it-on attitude. And you know what? That's part of Philadelphia. That's who we are. That's what we do. We'll be ready when, when the next ball goes up or the next ball is hit or the next football flies. And I'll tell you right now, Doc, if I do run into any turbulence, Dr. Joe Fish is my first call. 
You're the best, my friend, the best. Well, Angelo, I got to tell you, you know, we've talked for 18 years, and I'm, I'm close to figuring you out. Not quite there yet, but um, we've talked psychology, and, you know, we've talked about how important it is to develop meaningful relationships. And as I listen to the people call you, you've developed thousands and thousands of, of meaningful relationships. I hope you can soak in all the good things that people say. And, you know, you've provided continuity and stability for all of us in a very changing world. You and the morning team, you know, have been our anchors. So we, we can't thank you enough. You know, soak in all the good things people are saying, and you're going to be fine. Well, I have said this before, but I will say it one last time, Dr. Joe Fish. You are the most intelligent guest we have ever had on this show. There were times when I was asking you questions that I could tell you already knew the answer. You are brilliant, and I appreciate you sharing your brilliance with our audience. Thank you, Doc. Thank you, Angel. All the best. Centers for Sports Psychology hmm. throughout the area. Angel, can, 215. I, can yeah. I ask you something? Yes. So the next time you watch a game and yep. something controversial happens or right. something aggravates you, right? what are you going to use as your outlet? I'm just going to yell and scream like an idiot. Yeah? I do that during and you the think games that'll, anyway. That will suffice. He'll text me. I'll text Rhea. <laughs> and the the really good thing about texting Rhea is, unlike here where we must watch our language, there that's the real loss. Oh, both of us. I love it. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Lots more of your great calls. We come back. We had two campaigns fairly early in our tenure here. One worked great, and one didn't work at all. I'll give you a little insight into both and some audio when we return. WIP Sports Type 735. Window Nation has the coolest deal ever for keeping you warm. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. Now is the perfect time to take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts, all while reinvesting in your biggest asset. Not to mention the savings on your energy bills. Up to 43% of your home's utility bills goes to heating and cooling. With new Window Nation windows, you can cut those energy bills during these cold winter months by keeping your hot air in and the cold air outside. Go with the window company that has installed over 1 million windows, including in my home. All with 96% customer satisfaction. Now's the time to upgrade the look and feel of your home, all while saving on your energy bills. Call 866-90-NATION. Get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. Plus, make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. This offer won't last long. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION, or go to windownation.com. And Al Morganti has arrived. He's here. How you doing, Al? I'm doing good. I don't know. Did you hear? This is the last one. You know... When I was an altar boy, I had to do this thing called Stations of the Cross. Yeah. It reminds me of this. <laughs> right. I'm going to sense. Wow. Al has not enjoyed the, this long send-off. Really? He has not enjoyed it. He does not enjoy emotion. Oh, I man. Believe, Al, we just had Dr. Fish on. I think you should see him. You really? Yeah, I think he would. He could not hurt. Oh, God. Right, but anyway, it's good yeah. to have you here, Al. we got Yo. a lot of ground to cover. In fact, this is good time because in our early days, Yo. we were still naive enough to think that we could affect stuff. Mm-hmm. And and we took credit for stuff we probably didn't deserve. All right. But we held, t- first five years we were here, we held a big rally in Love Park 
because we wanted the Eagles to re-sign Reggie White. Mm-hmm. Remember, that was a point where I had a, a kind of a crush yeah. on, on the uh, anchor person at Channel 10, Jane Robolo. Oh, God. And Jane Robolo, she was our, um, like our main speaker. Okay. Because we couldn't get any sports people because <laughs> they all hated us. Yeah. But we went out there, and we wanted to put pressure on the cheapskate owner of the Eagles, Norman Bramer. Okay. Um, out. We thought we got a couple of hundred. All right. We got 5,000 people wow, on Love a, Park. That must have been cool. It was uh, <laughs> You were there. Oh. We, we, I could still see <laughs> They were Love running Park pictures of yeah. it And outside. all these people here, and we're chanting, we want Reggie, we want. Then Jane Robolo comes out. She's beautiful. And they're all going, oh, hubba hubba, you know. Woo! They were, they, were, you know, they were like whistling, were whistling and stuff. And you go, uh, have a heart. He's, you know, he's giving a great speech. Okay. We're all giving speeches. Yes. And then like the next day, <laughs> he signed with Green Bay. Because God told him to. And then yeah. he said, <laughs> God told him to. And then he did come back on our show oh. later to explain how he ended up not giving in to the pressure of our rally. I think about Philadelphia, we had more talent here than we had in Green Bay. We just couldn't put it together. Yeah, and mm. and now that was it. He yeah, left. He left. But we did succeed, at least on the surface, and uh-huh. recruiting for the Eagles, former Cowboy, Herschel Walker. Oh. Now, Al, do you remember how that played? Um, I remember there was a car parade it was called honk for herschel yeah i wish we were and doing you that were year. back then you were more of a street reporter that was another job you hated but yeah we kept, but yeah. you were very good at it of course i was so we put al out on the street <laughs> and it was going to be at the absolute stroke of 8 a.m mm-hmm. we were going to get the entire city to honk their horns for herschel walker that's a great idea and then it would get national headlines love them and he would sign here well, what we realized as we were setting it up is uh, not everyone who was in their car was listening to us. And we were thinking that it would not get quite the honk that we were hoping for. Enter our producer, Joe Wechter. Oh. What you heard on the air was a honk, Al, that was highly, highly enhanced. Really? By sound effects. You couldn't pick that up? And here's what it sounded like. Okay, the moment of truth is here. Let's go down to Al Morgani for Honk for Herschel. All right, I'm in between the Spectrum and the Vet right here at the sports complexes. We're ready to go. All the cars are here ready to go. All lined up to honk for Herschel. I'm going to give them a count of three, two, one, go. Al, am I right to assume that after that first smattering of horns, that kind of stayed that way, and then we enhanced it with the other horns? There was like one car. <laughs> you know what was my tip-off? <laughs> yeah. right. The Model T horn. Right, yeah. but here's the kicker. Then we got Herschel Walker on and played the bogus honk that we gave, and he was overwhelmed by it, Al. And yeah. he went, wow. I, I, you know, I've always loved Philly. And he did a whole thing on how much we loved. And he signed here. Yes. And then, oh, Johnson, we took full credit. Well, sure. But there were really not many people that were actually doing the honk. Do you think he ever learned the truth? 
I don't know if he learned the truth. Not to we this did. day. No. In anything. We didn't. Hold up. <laughs> Al is now referencing his political career. But here's the thing. All right? Here's the thing. We didn't even let it out for many years that we had done that. Okay. But it were, I don't think it had any bearing. I think ultimately he took the most money. Mm -hmm. That's usually what happens. Yep, just like Reggie, in God we trust. Yep, <laughs> both of those guys took the most money out, but we did take credit yeah. for that second one. Absolutely. Why not? You yeah. got to do something, right? On the line, Al, is the uh, great kicking uh, coach for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Former mayor of Malton, New Jersey. Missed an extra kick on Thanksgiving Day. Lost oh the game. Oh, my God, Al. <laughs> Don't Let do that. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Brown. Hi, Randy. Hey, good morning. The crew, Al, the uh, Jonesy, <laughs> and the great Angelo. Angelo, uh, I spent most of my time in Baltimore here, and I, I, I heard through the grapevine that you've had a retirement month, and I wanted to make sure I <laughs> right, said thanks, thanks. congratulations. Well, Randy, thank you very much. Me. Randy. Uh, you were the coach of the greatest kicker in the NFL in Justin Tucker. Would you acknowledge that, Randy? Oh, well, I still am, thankfully. I'm in year yeah. 16 now. Right. Wow. Year. wow. Year 16, and Justin has been our kicker for 11. He's the greatest kicker that's ever played the game. Right. He's the clutchest kicker that's ever played the game. And he's transformed the game the same way that you've transformed sports talk radio. And you guys are very similar in your transformative ways, my friend. Wow. Really? Uh, Justin, the end of his career. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Randy, is he retiring too? Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not. Randy, hope I'm, not. I get paid every, every two weeks because of him. I know you're a good kicking coach. I, I also think you're a damn good mayor. You were controversial, Utah. But did you enjoy being the mayor of Malta, New Jersey? So a couple things. I loved being mayor. We did the best snow plowing, as Al yes, always said. Yes. We did the best snow plowing in New, in New Jersey. There's only one thing, Angelo, that happened to me as mayor multiple times that I'm glad I'm not mayor anymore. And that's the calls from you after you got a speeding ticket at 4.05 right. in the morning. That did heading happen. from Medford into the city. Oh. That did happen, Al. I cannot <laughs> deny it. Yeah. But I am also proud to say. Mm -hmm. and, and how many years have you been married now, Randy? Uh, I've been married for 19 wow. years. So and how many kids? Trisha. How many kids? I have I have uh, Tyler, you know, coaches for the Eagles. And then I have uh, Ryan and Mackenzie who are 15 and 17. Wow. And I, Al, was the best man. Nice. At that wedding. At, what was the name of that place? It was beautiful. The, the mansion in Voorhees. Oh, yeah. The mansion in Voorhees. The mansion in Voorhees. Randy Brown, thank you for checking in on our last show. It was an yeah. honor having you part of it for all these years. You're the best. Thanks, guys. Randy Brown out. Yes. He's the coach of Justin Tucker. How good is that guy? Mike's up from Douglasville. Hi, Mike. Hey, how y'all doing? How are you feeling today, Mike? You know, before I get into that, um, I just want to say thank you for, you know, taking my calls the past, like, I don't know, two and a half years or something. Um, you know, giving uh, a voice to this fan base and, you know, listen to some of our ridiculous statements that, you know, we really appreciate it, you know, giving us a chance to like bend and everything. Um, you're, you're, you're definitely going to be missed, but I know Joe and John are going to do a great job and, you know, Rhea and everybody else, but I just want to say thank you. Well, um, Mike, Mike, can you answer a question for me? Cause I have been playing. You're a real regular caller. You're a terrific caller. Where the hell is Douglasville? <laughs> 
So, <laughs> I'm about an hour and 15 minutes uh, west of the city. Oh, okay. Pretty much, if you just go west about an hour and 15 minutes, find farmland, you're pretty close. Maybe I'll check it out, sir. I got a little extra time coming up. I might try that. Mike, can I just run by you what happened yesterday? Uh, Jonathan Gannon said that he's had a fun 48 hours, and the Eagles said in explaining the second half, you can't stop every play. Do you find those satisfactory answers? Absolutely not. I mean, first of all, Gannon having a fun 48 hours while we've had a miserable past, I don't know, four days, five days, whatever it's been, is so frustrating beyond all belief. Now, I'm sure getting a head coaching job is something to be excited about, but to sit there and act like this game didn't just happen, it just annoys the absolute hell out of me. I mean, I, I was going to call in and say, like, I'm trying to put this game behind me and move on. I, I can't do that now. Now I'm pissed off all over again. Absolutely. I'm with you. Mike, if they're not suffering, it makes me suffer more because I get angry, and then I want to blame them even more. But you're a great caller, Mike, and I appreciate it. Maybe I'll visit you down there. I'll, I, I didn't get your thoughts yet on that. So Jonathan Gannon gets the job, and he's got a – he brings with him his call sheet, basically his play sheet from the Super Bowl. No other materials but that. I'm guessing that when he's doing the interview in Arizona, he figures they're going to be grilling him on how he blew the biggest game of his career, right? We, we, well, yeah. But then uh, – then he says that he has managed to get past what happened. And I want your reaction to what he said. Obviously, I have a lot of energy and, and emotion that went into the game and then losing that game and then uh, staying the night here, not knowing I was going to stay the night and interview for a head coaching job. But uh, you take everything in stride and you do the best that you can. And uh, I'll say that it was a fun 48 hours. I'll say that because uh, I enjoyed myself. What do you think? We got paid. No, no. What do you think? That That's what I think. He got over it. We didn't. Yeah. That's upsetting to me. It's an injustice. He wanted to be head, both of them want to be head coaches. And, uh... No, no. It's an injustice that we are still really frustrated with the game. Yeah. And he's enjoying he's another job. He's done. Yep. It's as simple as that. So how did he, how did he reconcile in his mind how he failed? He got paid. He was he, everything's muddy to you. Well, I mean, about, he's, I mean he's, he's still he's, gotta look in a mirror. He's set for life no yeah. matter what happens. You believe they gave him a six year deal? <laughs> I mean the guy is set for life. They gave him a six year contract. Yeah. He, you you will know if they hire this what Vance Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. It will tell you everything you need to know about they what they really thought about what happened in the Super Bowl. Because he's aggressive. It's completely opposite. All right. I would love the Van <laughs> then I love Vance Joseph. But all right, let me try one more with you then. This is Nick Sirianni. Yo trying to, you know, rationalize what happened in the second half. Listen, there's going to be things like you can't stop every play every time. You just can't. And But you guys got beat on it early in the year. Yeah, we've gotten beat on a lot of different things, right, throughout throughout the year. Like you give a little, you get a little, right? There's You're not going to be able to stop every every single thing. Does that help you at all? No. <laughs> I mean, how's it going to – I mean, he answers – It was give, a give, Super give, Bowl. Give, give him credit. I mean, he answers everything to I mean, to the – Not satisfactorily in that case. I mean, he – man, does he tell you – I mean, he even told us yeah. – well, some – Bob, I guess it is, tells me what you're going to ask all the time. I'm not prepared for it, but I didn't expect this. Or, yeah. I'm like, wow, that was – then he went – then he even had to stop himself a couple of times. Like, you ever see a guy hit themselves and go, yeah, stop. I'm talking about Rocky. Like, <laughs> he slapped himself in the head. That's what it looked like happened. Right. 
<laughs> I, uh, what the, you if, didn't think so? I, I, Al, he kept going, and he knows that he's going down Al, a rabbit hole. He got hits himself. No, stop with Rocky. Show, Al is actually hitting him. <laughs> I, no, he is, and, and he should. Right, Anne Marie, when Al gives his own little speech later, I'm, I'm hoping he does. Speech. You told me you oh, had something right, you wanted to I, say. Uh, have a no, not speech. yet. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> Just calm down. We got two more hours. What are you rushing for? <laughs> Anne Marie is up from Downingtown. Hi, Anne Marie. Hey, Angelo. How are I you today, couple, sweetie? Good. And I have a couple things to say. Okay. Uh, that that Sirianni could say that that you don't make every play. He didn't make any plays in the second half. I was expecting to hear Hassan Reddick's name. Like during the game, I heard no Hassan Reddick. Yeah, and and um, I, I had told people before the game, the defense has to show up and Hertz has to show up. Well, half of that happened. Hertz showed up. There was no defense, and my mouth was dropped open. I was at my brother's. It was horrible. Well, Anne Marie, we got new information today from Mike Lombardi in the entire game. <laughs> what happened? Rhea said, "Al, they defended." One pass. Wow. That's horrible. Every other I receiver. I had the under. Was, <laughs> every other receiver was wide open the whole oh. game. Wow. Oh, uh, wow. Travis Kelsey was open. But I have, yep. I have a poem for you. All right, let's hear it. I have a, okay, and real quick, I've only been listening for three years, but you got me through the pandemic, all of you guys, because I had to get out of my house and hear somebody else talk. Thank I you. never had. Uh, sports radio home before, but I called in because I couldn't stand Ben Simmons so much that I had to talk about it. <laughs> well, if it does any good, we still hate him. Yeah, everybody okay. does Let's now. Let's hear it, Embry. Yeah. I got a ton okay, here. I want to hear it. Okay, Angelo Cataldi, where would we be? Your insights, your humor, the voice made me turn into that classic noise. Three thir- thir- 33 years of laughs, knowledge, and fun. You left no comment, no caller, no issue undone. Cataldi, you are second to none. You made my mornings and others a time to behold. Finding you at the end of the sports rainbow, we struck gold. Thank you, Angelo, for your work ethic, your gruff laugh, and your inspiration to all. Woe is me that you won't again take my call. Much time off. You have earned your due. Rest, Isle, and family are waiting for you. Enjoy, Angelo. Grazie. That's beautiful. Emery, thank you so much. And thank all the people who have gone to great ends here to honor us at the end. 215-592-949. If we come back, Al, one of my favorite Eagles, even though he wasn't here very long, from Washington, Brian Mitchell. At his request. B. Mitch wanted to come on. (laughs) Al, remember he brought the posse in and physically intimidated us? He was terrific. (laughs) Apparently he's come around now, I'm hoping. (laughs) WIP Sports Time is 7.56.